Hello, and welcome back to our podcast, the show where someone else does the digging on Twitter for you and presents the most significant crypto gossip. It's your regular host, Mango, and I hope you enjoy the episode. What a year it's been. The rise and fall of NFT trading, inflation impacting the price of our chicken tenders, and DeFi companies going bust left and right. We'll talk about it all in detail in this 2022 yearly recap, a DGEN's take. Here's a short summary of what we'll be talking about today. Market performance, the macro factors, crypto's biggest players that also felt the pain, the crypto adoption curve, where are we now? The future outlook, Mango's take, and the fundamentally positive facts about crypto in today's age. For those who are still feeling gloomy about last year, we'll give you some hopium towards the end. On to the first subject matter. Cryptocurrency investors in 2022 faced a number of challenges, including Russia's war with Ukraine, the collapse of Terra cryptocurrency, and the fall of FTX exchange, as well as legal action from financial regulators around the world. These events sent shockwaves throughout the already volatile crypto sector. The fall of FTX led to the arrest of the CEO and billions of dollars lost in fund, while Terra collapse caused a liquidity shortage and a chain reaction of failures in the crypto lending sector. The Ethereum merge involved the transition from proof of work to proof of stake, which was arguably one of the most significant events in crypto during last year. And the rise and fall of NFTs saw a surge in popularity in the crypto NFT space, but that was followed by a decline due to market saturation and overall negative market sentiment. Now with the more technical things, Please do excuse me if this starts to sound like an economic lecture, but these figures are pretty important in terms of how they impact the overall financial markets and also your day-to-day lives. And these are the US economic performance figures. Inflation figures and cost of goods are increasing. The Federal Reserve has been closely monitoring inflation as it continues to rise. In December, the overall consumer price index or CPI was up 7% compared to the previous year. And the price index for personal consumer expenditure or PCE also rose by 5.7% in November compared to the previous year. These changes in figures can lead to shifts in interest rates as central banks attempt to manage inflation, which can in turn affect the value of financial assets such as cryptocurrency stocks and bonds. This basically means Everything is a little bit more expensive than last year overall. Your eggs, your chicken, maybe your rent or your electricity bill might be costing more than last year as you might have already noticed. These figures are a reflection of that. Since the stock and crypto market is now considered to be highly correlated, what's best is to keep an eye out for the Fed reports such as the PCE and CPI, unemployment rates and retail sales to measure if the US is economically improving, which would in turn improve investor sentiment, making it seem less risky to invest or encouraging more spending. For those in the know, you know this section was going to come eventually. Now we'll be talking about crypto's biggest players that also felt the pain. It's not every day that you make billions of dollars, and it's also not every day that you lose billions of dollars. But the wealthiest of folks in crypto have done just that. Forbes have made a handy-dandy chart of the drops in fortune in 2022. You can view this full chart by going onto the article version of this podcast. 
But let me read out the top three biggest losers, which you will know of. Top three biggest losers of last year. Ad number three, Brian Armstrong, Coinbase's CEO. He has seen a decrease in his fortune due to the dip in Coinbase's stock. He's made it a point that Coinbase isn't like other platforms. It's centralized, regulated, and it stays in its own lane. But Armstrong's trying to set it apart from other crypto players isn't entirely working. Coinbase's stock has still hella dipped, along with Armstrong's fortune, down from 6 billion to 1.5 billion. On the number two position, we have Samuel Bankman Fried, crypto's white knight. This one's kind of self explanatory if you've been on the know. You build up a company that you say is financially stable, you graze magazine covers with your big curly hair, and have a net worth of a small country. Then it all comes tumbling down and you move in with your parents. He lost almost his entire fortune from 24 billion down to zero. This one fact has been on the headlines for a few months now, so kind of hard to miss, but still worth mentioning. And over at the top position, we have CZ, Binance's head honcho. He has seen a decrease in his net worth from 65 billion in March down to 4.5 billion in December due to the decline in the value of his 70% stake in the crypto exchange. He may have greased the runway of FTX downfall, but he also isn't immune to it and the contagion it caused. Do you think that any of the evaluations from these three players will recover? Only time will tell. Here's an interesting topic that many people overlook. It's looking at the adoption and use cases of crypto, especially what's evolved over the last year. Crypto adoption has been a hot topic in recent years, with many speculating on the extent to which different user segments have embraced the technology. The past bull market has shown us just how much progress has actually been made. But with 2022 behind us, it's time to assess crypto's progress along the adoption curve. Are we seeing two steps forward and one step back on the crypto adoption curve, or has real progress been made? You might be wondering, what is the crypto adoption curve? Well, I'll tell you. It is a visual representation of different user segments of cryptocurrency, ranging from early adopters to laggards, represented by established institutions. This curve can be used to gauge the progress of cryptocurrencies towards mainstream adoption. Imagine an arrow pointing up all the way from 2008 to the future. The adoption curve looks like this. We have Bitcoin being made in 2008. We have cyberpunks and libertarians, first businesses and OTC desks being made in 2013. In 2017, we have retail investors and traders, crypto and VC funds. In 2018, we had Bitcoin adopt market makers, arbitrage and basis traders, prime brokers. In 2020, we had global macro funds, risk on family offices, and first corporates. And in 2022, where we are today, we have the financial advisors and private bankers being involved. And then the next step up is having large institution, mutual funds, and pension funds, and insurance companies injecting funds into crypto. Now that we have the explanations out of the way, let's get into the real nitty gritty details of the figures of last year. Crypto.com has given us the global crypto adoption rate ownership in 2021 versus 2022. Crypto ownership has reached 295 million users compared to last year in January, where it was 106 million users. Next, the Crypto Adoption Index. 
This index is a metric that evaluates countries' adoption of cryptocurrencies based on five criteria put forward by chain analysts. They are based on the Centralized Service Value Received Ranking, Retail Centralized Services Value Received, P2P Exchange Trade Volume, DeFi Value Received, Retail DeFi Value Received, and then you get an overall index rating. At number one, you have Vietnam, number two, Philippines, then Ukraine, India, and then at number five, we have the US. When it comes to radical innovation, usually you see the emerging countries and developing countries making steps first, and then they make the foundation for the more developed countries to make changes. They need to see the proof technology before they initiate any changes on their own. 146 countries were ranked on a scale of one to five, with the lowest score indicating higher adoption. The data suggests that while the overall growth in adoption slowed, the countries most affected by rising prices in 2022 and 2021 saw a continued investment. Like I stated before, emerging markets dominated the index, with adoption levels remaining higher than in the 2020 bull market. Now that was quite the show. The crypto ownership by country 2022 trends were that the countries with the highest prevalence of crypto ownership amongst internet users are Thailand, Nigeria, the Philippines, South Africa, and Turkey, each with between 18% and 20% of the internet users owning cryptocurrency. Then we go into the institutional investors and crypto. 58% of institutional investors globally invested in digital assets in 2022, and 82% of high net worth individuals were already invested in crypto in 2022. In the article version of this podcast, we show a graphic that you can see the adoption of crypto and positive perception of digital assets among various investment classes. From crypto, HF and VC funding, to family offices, all the way down to pension funds. I'll read some of these assets now. Advisors in 2021. 90% of financial advisors received questions from clients about cryptocurrency, and about 16% had allocated their clients to crypto assets. Almost half of the financial advisors own cryptocurrency assets in their personal portfolios. Bitwise has reported a strong year-over-year growth in this area. The graph from Bitwise shows that in 2020, 70% of financial advisors already had cryptocurrencies in their portfolio, then 24% in 2021, and then in 2022, 47%. So with hedge funds, One third of hedge funds invested in digital assets in 2022 compared to 20% the previous year. Almost a quarter of hedge fund managers are not invested in crypto, are looking to invest or have already planned to do so. With institutions, they are not invested in crypto, with 88% of polled institutional funds in Europe saying their firm had no crypto investments. A 2021 poll of US asset managers found that only 5% were invested in or planned to take crypto positions. With public companies, 39 publicly traded companies own Bitcoin on their balance sheets, accounting for 1% of the Bitcoin supply or over 200,000 Bitcoins or around 4 billion at 20,000 per Bitcoin. Fun fact, MicroStrategy holds the most Bitcoins of any public company with 0.64% of the supply or roughly 132,500 Bitcoins worth 2 billion, followed by Tesla with 9,720 Bitcoin or 160 million worth. Ahem, at the time of writing. 
So what's holding investors back? According to a Cointelegraph survey, 51% of respondents cited liquidity risks as a major factor in not investing in crypto. 31.1% also mentioned concerns about the uncertain regulatory environment. So with the future outlook, what's my take on things? I think that the crypto market is expected to continue growing in 2023 based on the past performance. And this growth is likely to be fueled by an increased adoption of blockchain technology by businesses and in the business sector. As more companies adopt this technology, the need for skilled professionals in the sector will increase, creating more job opportunities and further industry growth. But what are experts saying? The bear market is expected to end at the beginning of 2023, leading to a bull market and improved performance. This positive outlook has been supported by the fact that crypto industry has shown signs of recovery even during difficult times. And it is expected that more businesses will join the crypto ecosystem in 2023 driving the adoption of virtual currencies and blockchain technology. This could also attract new entrants to the space, potentially leading to more businesses joining the crypto ecosystem. The improved performance of the market could also boost consumer confidence in digital currencies and blockchain technology, leading to more widespread use of virtual coins. And here are the fundamentally positive facts. There are those who have experienced the crypto bear market before and those who have got a taste of the Wall Street quotes, blood on the streets really meant. Ultimately, the cryptocurrency market as a whole is still on an upwards projection and is here to stay. Web3 technology has the potential to revolutionize the way we think about data and the internet by bringing the power of decentralization to data. Blockchain technology is expected to be further enhanced during this time, improving scalability and transaction speeds, which could lead to a resurgence investor confidence. And the emergence of new technologies such as decentralized finance or DeFi could also catalyze Bitcoin's recovery and make it more attractive to investors and traders. The fact remains that more funding is being injected into blockchain technology, which could foster further growth in the industry and contribute to the overall development of the crypto ecosystem. And lastly, Jerome Powell has stated numerous times that the Fed is targeting 2023 March to be the pivot on interest rates people have been praying for. When interest rates start declining, more spending is encouraged and more money will be circulating in the economy, leading to less expensive things and inflation lowering to more suitable levels we are used to. So hopefully, you won't have to beg your boss for a 10% increase in pay to combat inflation. Although there's still no promises, we have to wait and see if these promises will be fulfilled. And that's our take on 2022. Thank you so much for listening to our delicately researched show on what happened last year. Stay tuned for more regular episodes this year, and I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about the next month. And to end our show with a copium boost, let's hear a quote from our beloved Vitalik Buterin. Whereas most technologies tend to automate workers on the periphery doing menial tasks, blockchains automates away from the center. Instead of putting the taxi driver out of a job, Blockchain puts Uber out of a job and lets the taxi drivers work with customers directly. I hope you enjoyed the show and I'll see you next time. Cheers.